Welcome back. It's all bad. Let's go with The Daily Show. As you might have noticed, there's no more ads on this show. And that's possible because of Patreon and guys like you and gals. So please subscribe on Patreon. We got special gift for you and tell a friend. I'm Keith. What up? I'm Danny. Hey, what's up? I'm Reno. And we're here with... I'm Daniel. Hi. Hey, Daniel. Yeah, what's hi, happening, Daniel? dude? What's right up? on. Thank We're you excited to have on. you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. yeah, fired up. Everybody tells Daniel he should have a podcast. Yeah, so I get told that a lot. So we're bringing him on tonight. This is a test run. Yeah. Uh-huh. See I if like you got that. The, see if you got uh, what it takes. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. No, I, I firmly this believe is the you do. Couch. I... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The Weinstein I... School of Podcasts. Yeah, I'm a professional at casting couches. <laughs> <laughs> and and my acting career is still not going anywhere. <laughs> oh wait, tell them about when you what your um, agent told you. Um, a couple years ago, I had an agent who, um, she was giving me only gay parts and she was like, and I wanted more interesting roles and she was like, okay, well, you have to go see an accent. She was like, if you want to see, if you want different parts, then you have to like either butch up or like go get some. I mean, she said it nicer than that. She didn't say butch up, but she was like, you have to go like see an accent reduction coach to give yourself like a middle, like a typical just just like man. a dude yeah like, exactly yeah, a tech and so i went to this place in north hollywood <laughs> and i'm not gonna say her name but she this woman is an accent reduction teacher and within 15 minutes of helping me she was like there's nothing i can do for you <laughs> <laughs> fucking lean into it man i mean look at yeah. how many i mean look at uh what's his name from uh smart list right what's sean hayes yeah I mean, fuck dude i worked with him he's cool yeah, i did a commercial with like him he would be cool there's a lot of like gay characters on tv now though and they're all like it's so it's i i'm not a niche market anymore uh, right yeah yeah what um what tell us about growing up when did you start drinking um or i started using the, f- the first time i ever drank i was um about 14 and i was like um I, this was where? Give us a little visual. I'm, I'm originally from Sacramento. Okay. Sacktown, so, Sacramento. Not too far from Daly City. Not not too far from <laughs> Daly City. Now, there's also a John Daly Street or road in Daly City, and my dad's name is John Daly. Really? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, golfer yeah. John Daly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, I The first time I ever drank, um, me and my friend told each other, we, me and our friend told our parents that we were going to to stay at each other's houses and then that night we um just stayed in a park instead and we got so fucked up and i was like (laughs) sitting when i was drinking i had never drank before and i was sitting and then i stood up i was drinking so much because i had never drank before and i was what were you drinking what was the like smirnoff no popov like vodka vodka, it was like mango flavored i think it was like the most ratchet (laughs) i don't know if it might have been smirnoff because popov did popov have flavors oh no popov is the polish one yeah but popov's like the plastic bottle like two dollars a gallon yeah i've never seen a popov flavor but but i don't know but yeah but it was it was orange or mango or pineapple or one of those so it probably was smirnoff Yeah. yeah 
Uh-huh. And I drank and I took so many shots of this vodka and I stood up and started throwing up. <laughs> and this guy took a picture and put it on Twitter and my school was like, you can't drink and do this. Like you can't like, like they're like, you can't get fucked up and put it online basically. Whoa. Yeah. I was, <laughs> do you still have that picture? Do we have access to it? I don't think I do. Oh. I've looked for it for the sake of like, you know. Yeah. Oh, so you, so you basically, you grew up in an era where yeah. you grew up in an era where social media was around when you were yeah. in high school. It was like the shit. very early days of Twitter. I started, I was a freshman in high school in 2010. Okay. So it was around then. My oh. yeah. What social media was around when you were in high school, Reno? <laughs> uh, dude. The Why party line. <laughs> yeah. Uh. The party line. Yeah, totally. Social media has like a, had a really big impact on like my growing up. Yeah. Like I was on Grindr really, really young. Whoa. Yeah. How Shit. old? Like fifteen. Wow. What was it? What's it? Do you have any really crazy grinder stories? Not in part. I mean, yeah, later in life. Yeah, I I have pretty crazy sex stories. I mean, I'm pretty sexually adventurous. I think, but I, um, but probably not compared to most gay men. Um, but I like I was like. 15, like, going to men's houses in like, my Catholic <laughs> school uniform. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's rowdy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was, like, a wild kid. All you had to do was... <laughs> All you, yeah, I all I had to do was like cha- say I was born in like 1992 instead of 96. Yeah, it was like <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> wow. That is so crazy. What um, do you have any funny grinder stories? Um, I don't. I actually have not been on grinder a lot as an adult. I know that sounds uh, crazy. Just yeah. sniffies, but um, I've not been on sniffies either. I'm not that. Wait, 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 crazy. wait, rough. Okay, what is sniffies? Sniffies is like a new grinder, uh, it's but that, it's just buttholes like, and dicks, it's, it's right? It's really cr- it's, so. It's I think it's like cruising locations. I don't even <laughs> no fully, way. Yeah, I don't even fully know what like Sniffies is. From what from what's been explained to me, you know, and I'm not I don't I'm not, I haven't been on it or anything. I have no need, but from what's been explained to me, I haven't even really seen it. Is that like so? Where with grinder, it would be like an actual photo of the person you're gonna go hook up with, right? Yeah. But with this, well, you don't even see a the person. You see like what hole you're gonna be getting. That's yeah, it. That's yeah. pretty much you it. You see a cock and, or a and hole, it, and it's like an ad, you post an ad and where you are, and someone will like come and no way like have sex with you. Yeah, and then grinder is like. It, you like make a profile and you like it's like, it's like Instagram for or Facebook for fucking yeah and yeah. it's yeah, like radar because you can see where they are how you far you can see away. where they are and it's, it's so all the crazy. profiles who are closest to you I remember there was like one of their taglines when I lived in Beverly Hills was like on their ads that they would put on the walls in WeHo of like you know restaurants that are being redone to be like grinder zero feet away <laughs> you know what I mean like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool <laughs> I I haven't used grinder too much I actually probably am and i wouldn't say i'm cruisy either but i would say i'm more cruisy in that i'll like lock eyes with someone and like meet them somewhere old school yeah i'm a lot i'm really old school in that way yeah and for a long time like in my early 20s i was always like i always had a fling or was in a relationship you know so you're more you're more of a misconnections fellow i am (laughs) i am yeah I know. I I have a na- I have a neighbor in my building. Maybe I shouldn't say this. I have a neighbor in my building who I've been hooking up with, and that was like a kind of cruisy interaction. Whoa. Yeah, you're just kind of like on your way to the trash chute, and he was like, "No." Oh, what happened was, <laughs> so this guy, um, 
I was getting coffee um, across the street from my house. I almost said where I live, but I was getting coffee across <laughs> the street from my house, from my apartment building. And um, this guy was like, I like was walking across the street and this guy drives past and like gives me a head nod. And I was like, and him and I have been flirting in my building for like a, a few months now. And he, um, he just got back from dropping his kids off at school. No, no, no. <laughs> he's a tech guy. Actually. I just um, and he, um, he's a tech guy. He shouldn't have kids. Um, he, uh, and yeah, he was driving and he gave me a head nod and I was like, wait, that's weird. What was that about? And then like later that day I was like in my apartment and I was cleaning and I like turn around and he's like in my apartment. Oh, no way. Shit. Yeah. And he like and like didn't hear a peep, door shut behind him, and I was like, What's up? And he was like, Let's do it. <laughs> I was like, Okay. <laughs> no way. Yeah. And so for like a few months, I would just leave my door open and he would come in. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That is very adventurous. Yeah. yeah. You guys got it made. Yeah. yeah. Pass me that uh Yeah, could you imagine hey, <laughs> could you imagine you walk into one of your neighbors fucking ah, one of your female neighbors? Yeah, yeah. Pepper spray. Hey, uh, yeah. It's so crazy. Well, I actually, I'd be on next door and fucking you yeah. know <laughs> seriously. Like I just felt I picked up a vibe. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> no, she so gave crazy. me a head nod. <laughs> well, yeah, I usually only go on grinder when I go in other cities because uh, I have a hard time getting laid in LA on that. So oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I do. So tell us about your partying career. My partying career? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was mostly, my partying career was mostly me drinking alone. Mm. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, well, I start, like, do you want to hear my drunk log? Yeah. Yeah, okay. bring it. Well, I started drinking really, really young. And um, I used to, like, when I was growing up, you could go to, like, a Bengali, like, liquor store, like, in Sacramento or something. And, like, you could just like buy alcohol <laughs> from them basically at any age. And so I would like, I would, I was already like drinking alone when I was like 15. And, Damn. Um, yeah. And I, my dad would like have to hold me up in the shower when I was like drunk, <laughs> like drinking no by way. myself already. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I was just like, I was, I mean, not to sound like cliche. What did your, but, what did your parents say when they would found you in that state at that young of age? Like, um, I think that like at that age, they were um, like, obviously concerned but also a little more codependent yeah i think they were a little more enabling at that age um because i was so young and like my mom's a shrink oh so yeah so i Mm. actually i don't know it was like it was a lot more enabling at that age and then as i got older um got a little bit more tough it got a lot more tough and then when i was um 22 i was just i was just a I was always drinking. Like I, um, so you made it through high school though. Living, I made it through high school. I made it through really. I went to an all boys Catholic school, so it was like really. It was really rigorous. It was really strict, Uh and it was just like it was just filled with these like really well rounded guys. In in Sacramento, yeah, in Sacramento. And then Um, wait, question. Okay, so your parents. So were they like, like were they like the. If you're gonna drink, just do it at home. Were they like was was that like that kind of fucking vibe? Kind of. My parents weren't like um, I guess like prudish about drinking, uh-huh. but they like that both of my mom both of my parents have an alcoholic dad. So they were always aware, like my dad would always say, Oh, you have a monkey on your back. Like and he started saying that from the time I was probably eighteen or nineteen. Um, and then I yeah, I like went to college and I just like I didn't really 
I tried to drop out so many times. And um, where'd you go to college? I went to Sac State in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. I actually moved around a bit for college, but that's where I was at the end. Um, and then, yeah, my brother died, and so that was like something oh, shit. that, like, you know, I had to trauma. trauma. Yeah, that and that, my parents had a really after that, my parents had a really no nonsense like kind of attitude about my drinking and then Did he I like, pass away behind the disease of addiction and alcoholism yes, yes oh yes yeah he died of fentanyl oh my yeah. oh shit well my brother had my brother had a traumatic brain my brother fell off the side of a truck in this like freak accident and he like hit his head and got a traumatic a tbi a traumatic brain injury and then he um, was prescribed painkillers. He didn't really have a history of addiction. Oh. I mean, he drank every. He drank. He but became he was, an, an yeah. opiate addict. He became an opiate addict, and then like he st- he tried to go to methadone clinics and all these things, and then he took to the street, and it had yeah. like, a finite amount of fentanyl. Yeah, Ugh. but he was like he had chronic pain. Like he was not yeah. like you know. Yeah. But yeah. But that with the 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 reeling in of the prescriptions on that stuff, he probably they stopped giving it to him. Yeah, he got it taken away a few times, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's so I'm so sorry. Thank you. I know. It's um yeah, it's been that so the after that though, my parents were like, You're going to rehab and so I like I did that. Yeah. And that began the rehab journey. That began the rehab journey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in treatment a few times actually. Where yeah. was that first stop? Um, La Fuente. Is that La Fuente, a city? which is a predominantly It's a predominantly gay. gay. I mean, it's really trans now. Can I not say that? Is it in LA? <laughs> that, what's the guy's name that runs it? Um, Manny. Is it Manny? Or cause they're, well, Anil. 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 Yeah. I love Anil. Love yeah. Anil. Yeah. Oh, we got to have Anil on. Yeah. Yeah. Anil's fucking He's great. cool. Yeah. yeah. Is did that... you hear him? Did you hear him speak a few weeks I ago? I did. Oh he my was God. Great. So good. I know. Yeah. I've, yeah, I know. I was 23. Mm. I was like really bad. I was, I started getting the shakes about the time I was 21. Really? Wow. Yeah. Like withdrawals? Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't get sober without a detox center. That's how reliant my body mm. was on alcohol. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. And my, the, my, I mean, I dabbled in like benzos and shit, but my primary thing was alcohol. I'm like a classic drunk. If you're a real one, that's what it takes to get yeah. sober is a detox. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the same for me. I could never fucking detox. My mom would give me like, Norcos and box of wine and like fucking, <laughs> and I still would like fucking. White that, didn't work. Yeah. that didn't work. didn't work. Hitting the computer cleaner and I'm just like, couldn't I... wait till I get ten bucks and hit the street again. Really? I used to. Yeah, I used to drink the end of it. Like, in, and then the pandemic, I like drank like three bottles of wine a night. Wow. No way. Fuck. Yeah. The end like of the wine. wait during the pandemic. Yeah, because liquor just like would. I I ended up cutting my stomach from all the drinking. Oh shit. Yeah. What and. Like cutting my stomach, like I was throwing out blood and stuff, and so they were like, "Oh, if you're gonna drink, try to have a do beer or wine." And so I would drink three bottles of wine. That's so much wine. Yeah, yeah, I know. And and in Sacramento, there's wine country. North, east, south, and west of yeah. Sacramento. So it's like <laughs> there's just like an abundance of like you're, you, you kind of grew up yeah. the same problem I grew up in Riverside County, which is like meth for the north, south, <laughs> east, and west. I was doomed yeah. from the start. I mean, Sacramento has their fair share of meth. Oh, heroin, yeah, heroin, they do. Heroin, what's the that? Thing. That little spot 
Like Stockton and Manteca. Yeah. Those two cities are like the tweakiest fucking places. Yeah. Really? Stockton and Manteca, they call it. Manteca. Dude, yeah. Stockton's <laughs> like one of my favorite cities in the country. <laughs> no. Yeah. And Stockton's yeah, hood. It's, it's like hood, yeah. Hood. Right, what do you love about Stockton? I just like like Mexican guys. Like <laughs> that. <laughs> That's the thing I love about <laughs> That are high on speed and ready yeah. to fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, there's just something very like eerie and kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. There's just something I've always liked about. I don't know. I get homesick a lot. I've, this is like the longest I've been without going home. Oh, wow. So, so where's La Fuente? La Fuente is in East Hollywood on oh. Fountain. Wow. All right. So you show up at La Fuente. I show up at La Fuente and I like, I like think I said like, oh, I'm having a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) And then I like, I was like, yeah, they're, and I just like, I'm delusional. So when they ask me like survey questions, it's like everything they ask is like, did you have cirrhosis of the liver? I was like, probably, you know, (laughs) like, um, and I You're fanciful. Like you yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah, I think I, think I a, have a lot of every, us are. I look at something and I'm like, oh, I have that. Like I'm that kind of person. Um so I and my liver levels were fine by some I think that was because of my age though. Um and they uh yeah, I like I did the survey and I was just in a thing with like there was so much drama and like a gay rehab there's so much drama i can't even imagine do you have any good stories about it there's gotta be um i actually really like it was actually really banal like i had i did have a guy (laughs) who like i did have a woman in rehab who threatened to like get a weapon and use it on me because i left the seat up are you serious (laughs) oh my god i know Oh my wow. god. Yeah. She was coming off of meth, I You're think. Like it's not that serious. No, man. it's not that serious. <laughs> I wouldn't really want to touch a rehab toilet either though, but yeah. I'm really bad about leaving. It's so crazy how when I think back of like when I would be really shot out and I would go to like Cry Help or Tarzana, how like comfortable I would feel when I got there, you know? You're like, oh fuck, there's great food and you're like i got my bed and all this stuff and then i'd go back to speak there later on you know (laughs) shit i'm like won't even fucking drink out of coffee cups (laughs) (laughs) i I literally lived at cry help and took the train to nordstrom and worked in the shoe department and went back to fucking cry help at night and got food to go and like you know what i mean and like walked out of there in a suit every morning and went back in a suit every night no way yeah during one of my rebuilds yeah and i just would like i've gone to cry help to sponsor people and wow fuck this gnarly i i actually do remember i watched schindler's list my first night of rehab (laughs) 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 because like i wasn't allowed out at like the meetings yet because i was still in detox and i like there was like net it was like whatever was on netflix it was 2019 and i was like oh Schindler's List. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking comedy. Yeah. Incredible historical film, by the way. It really is. Yeah. Kind of trippy when he's like making out with the girls. I know. You know that part where they're like, it's his birthday. Yeah. And all the women are supposed to like really kiss him full on on the mouth, which I guess is like a German thing. Yeah. And then like the Jewish girls who are like coming in to give him a gift from like the Jews that he's like employing and protecting and he liked to show all the germans that he's like down he like grabs the jewish girl by the back of the head and just like tongues her. yeah i remember seeing it's very bizarre like the whole scene is just wild yeah yeah the toilet scene is gross 
I don't remember the toilet scene. It's like this kid has is like hiding, so he gets into this like open toilet. Oh, like oh, in the poop and it's shit. Oh, yeah. fuck, that's I so know. gnarly. Well, this is a real bummer. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you're at La Fuente. So no fucking in La Fuente. No fucking. No fights. No. Just there was definitely not anyone I was gonna fuck at La Fuente. <laughs> no shade, but uh, you know what? I didn't. I wasn't a big rehab fucker either. No. Neither. Really? Neither. Yeah. I would have taken you for being a big rehab fucker. You know what? You know, yeah, I'm not though. <laughs> like honestly, I'm I'm trying to think. It yeah, took I was me a always while. like really serious about getting clean every time I went to rehab uh, and I didn't want to get kicked out. It took me a while to get my libido back, actually. Mm, that was the case with me yeah. too. Yeah. I got I got a hand job once in rehab at, at an American hospital, an American recovery. Oh. I got a hand job during movie night. And I think I came in like it was like three fucking <laughs> like three pumps because it's you know it came back you and know I'm, what? I remember being yeah. hyped and being like oh shit you know like I saw a girl and like this is not this is like a woman you know like she probably had three kids back home like yeah. lived probably like lived in fucking yo, Riverside yo, yo. Or, you know like and I like and like she kind of got a little close to me on the couch and threw a blanket over and I was like oh it's going down and she just reached over and literally it was like four strokes and I was like. Yeah. You're like, I, on the whole day leading up to you, you're like, I'm Ted at ass. So you don't even know. You don't even know, girl. And then she did. Yeah, I actually the... did have an experience when I was at Tarzana a long time ago where I knew it. It, 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 it turned into like a long ordeal, too. Like, you guys hang out in Tarzana a lot. No, it, no well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a publicly county funded treatment center okay. in Tarzana. And, uh, County funded. Wow. Yeah. So it's like you. All you have to do is like come up with two hundred bucks to get in, or or be on GR is the thing, or have a court case. But um, <clears throat> I was there, and you know, I was just like doing me. Like I, I remember I was kind of like, I was on unemployment, so I was like, and I had been made, I had made a lot of money the years prior, so I was on the max, you know. So I was like balling out, like whatever it was like $900 every two weeks. And when you're in like an institutional setting and you have that kind of money coming in, you're like snacked up and smoked uh -huh. up and you're like, there ain't nothing fucking bothering you. You know what I mean? You're going to court. You got every, every, yeah. every color sweatsuit. You know? I, 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 <laughs> all the shaka wear and the fucking <laughs> pro club tees. Oh yeah. All you're never wearing the pro club more than once. Totally. <laughs> you're just saying like, and helping out the homeboy yeah, when uh -huh. he needs it. I wanted to go to a rehab with like linen bed sheets oh. I taught you to like paddleboard or some shit I love the ones that teach you a hobby those are my favorite rehabs right. <laughs> so I uh, so I'm in there and you know I'm kind of like flirting and like hanging out and like same thing though like like you said about the spot you were at not to throw shade but like everyone in there was kind of busted yeah. but you're kind of flirting and just like having some fun and the one girl that was like not like didn't have a federal case and an ankle monitor and like fucking 10 baby daddies and shit was like this kind of younger like indian girl that was from central cal i guess there's like oh. a big indian population and oh, like Desi. and she okay. um was there too and she was just like throwing it around to like she had like all this money you know well before i even found that out there was like a movie night, a little like dance thing or whatever stuff, and then like we were like in the little thing, and then like she's Reno's pop locking. You know, I, I was definitely being like all out there, like the center of attention, like oh what up, and uh, and then she ended up like running to the room and getting like a thing of lotion and coming back in like the corner of this like multi-purpose room and like same story like yeah. a five second hand job, and then next thing you know like we're like a thing. Oh. 
and I finish, she finishes rehab, not coming. <laughs> uh, and then, um, and then she's like, I have like $200,000 in the bank and I want to like move to LA. And I was like, I have my little, like eight couple months of $1,800 a month built up. I'm like, well, I'm down to like, I'm not, I have a girl on the outs, but I'm like, we're friends, homies or whatever. Like I'm down to like split a place with you. And so we ended up getting this, like, we went on this kind of like shopping spree. We stayed at this baller. baller. We, went at this, we stayed at this baller hotel in Beverly Hills for a couple nights. And then like, I kind of like did her a little makeover and like, I, you know, it's always working in fashion and like bought her some gear, got her done up, started going to like West Hollywood meetings and sundowners and wangle and everything else. And then we got an apartment in Beverly Hills, like right across from the four seasons on Burton and Doheny, like, it wasn't like a, I mean, it was a cool location, but it was one of those Donald, whatever that dude's name is that owns the Clippers. That's like that slumlord yeah. in Beverly Hills. And it was just like <laughs> a cool spot or whatever. And then like we got in there and, you know, I don't know what I was thinking, but like I started talking to my ex, we had a dog together, all this kind of stuff. And then like, she just was like, well, what's up with us? What's up with this? And I'm like, we're homies. Like, you know, I'll take you to meetings. You're like younger. Like I want to introduce you to people like build your little life in LA. And, it was like a fixation thing. And then one day I came home and she just like moved out and took all her shit with her and left the pad. So I got another roommate come in and then it was shortly after that I got loaded. It was like OD and in the pad. <laughs> and, uh. and the roommate I had moved in there was like a Korean yoga instructor that was like kind of like semi-normal. And when I introduced or, or interviewed her Craigslist, it was all cool. Yeah, high fives. Mikey met her. Mikey was around. Mikey got arrested behind the apartment. Oh, <laughs> like all this shit. It just like spiraled. But anyway, that's a like a long road. Yeah. To... My parents paid out of pocket for rehab, and I still relapsed after. Or so. Yeah. Oh damn, damn. How <laughs> much know. was it? Like it was like ten grand. It was uh, not like yeah, La Fuente ain't that fucking yeah, much. Come no. on, it's not. I wanted to go to like Monarch Shores or Cliffside. You know, when I was doing marketing, there's a place called uh, the Canyon at Peace Park. Do you know that place? No, where's it on That's... Malibu Canyon? No. It's the former Fred Siegel Estate Ooh. in Malibu Canyon. The Dalai wow. Lama named it the Canyon at Peace Park after visiting it, and uh, it's but it's the Fred Siegel Estate. It's like you turn off Canaan and go down into the canyon it's just these fucking incredible grounds really yeah golf carts and yeah it's like you know it's like forty five thousand a month or something that was fuck seven years ago i was supposed ago. to speak tonight at 90210 recovery oh. shout out 90210 recovery i'll be speaking there next month <laughs> 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 unless we record on the, the, the last is uh is brandon walsh and you know all the characters are going to be there but it's uh it's uh Elizabeth Taylor's old pad. Oh, no shit. way! Yeah. Oh no it's way! It's dope. Camille smoked a lot. I mean, I'm it's just a treatment center. Yes, it's dope. Who's like you pull up on? all the way, you know. That's the hard. Yeah, yeah, it's like the craziest fucking view. I mean, you know, Houdini's house is a spot. Like, yeah, yeah. No way. House. Oh yeah. Yeah. These treatment centers go off. Like Houdini's house you know, is oh, a treatment center too now, yeah. right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, no. it's because there's all this like it, the insurance scams. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Those those people that got those places, those people have big backers. They got money, you yeah. can't oh, yeah. touch those properties. Yeah. And My mom. What a, wing it like Batham did. What about, what about, we Let's had come a, back to Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor, wait, wait. What about Cat Williams' old house? Oh, that was a, the, that the was cold, one of the properties at the rehab we went through. No, uh, CRLA, yeah. it was called uh, How, which was. 
The House of Women. House of Women. Yeah. No way. It, it stood for something. People called it something else, but we won't mention. Where was it? <laughs> it was in uh, Woodland Hills. And, oh, and, uh, at one point, he got a out, yeah. fake ass mansion yeah. hugging the hillside. Sasha was uh, Sasha, my ex fiance. Who I don't know if you know Sasha. We've had her on the show. Um, she was a house manager there, and at one point, she was like, when when they were getting kicked out, there was a public storage started sending like letters there, and it was like Cat Williams, like two, like sent to addressed uh, to Cat Williams. And it was like, you have this much time to pay your storage before it all goes to fucking, you know, like auction. before yeah. it goes on auction, you know, because yeah. he like hit some rough times. And I was like, fuck, we got to go hit a lick on Cat Williams storage. You know, <laughs> I did it. You know, I wouldn't be sitting here telling the story if I did today. You know, yeah. there's probably some whoop, good shit in Cat Williams Some storage. good, some fur coats and some weird shit. Yeah. I would be really starstruck if I saw Cat Williams. <laughs> I think that's my favorite comedian. He's fucking ever. hilarious. Really? He's oh, so hilarious. funny. Yeah. I, I read that. What's that Kennedy's name that uh, I think he passed away not that long ago, but he's uh, uh, Christopher Kennedy Lawford. He was like. Peter Lawford and JFK's sister's kid. He was based in Santa Monica. He was really like heavy in recovery. He wrote a couple books and I read his last one and he talked about being like a young Kennedy and like all these fucking, you know, cause his dad was one of the rat pack, Peter yeah. Lawford. Yeah. And, uh, he, he was like fucking used to party with Elizabeth Taylor and smoke PCP with her and go to fucking wow. orgies and shit. And like she would land helicopters on the top of Mulholland and Laurel and be like fucking, you know, come meet me up here. We're going to Disneyland. And they, the Kennedy kids would all fucking go to her crib. The ones that were like of age yeah. and they would take acid and fucking take helicopters to Disneyland. Elizabeth Taylor would land in fucking Disneyland parking no lot and they would go to Disneyland all day frying balls. Then go back to her place and do more drugs and fuck and no way. Yeah. She famously wow. like, uh, said something about, when the sun comes up, I have morals again. <laughs> no, nah. that's a good one. She famously well, says she she got down for sure. Yeah. Well, a life of service. Now yeah. she's helping motherfuckers. She was married like well. ten times. Yeah, really? wow. the last time was to a contractor she met at Betty Ford. Wow. That no dude, Larry, Larry Fortensky. Yeah, that she. Do you remember that dude's name? I just God, fucking. You I are a Liz a, Taylor fan. <laughs> I just sound like a ridiculous. <laughs> I start belting out fucking show tunes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was she a singer? No, she was an actress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was beautiful. belting out belting out lines from. Oh, her oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, she married. Dude was like a, a a contractor that had like good like union insurance, and so he got to go to fucking Betty Ford, <laughs> and he was in there, and he started like you know what happens in rehab, dude? People come together. And the, the love next thing boat. You know, yeah, the like, movie, yeah, the movie room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Cool. Jack what um so tell do you have any fucked up drinking stories? I don't like I don't know like I, I was already a blackout drinker by the time I was nineteen like yeah, I said so like I like I um like I just I I don't know like some of them are really par for the course for me though like I had um I. I don't know once I like slept with someone's fiance and it was like one of my good girlfriends that I like lived with in college. Oh no. Yeah, that was probably my worst one. But I don't have like Did a Did she lot find of... out? Yeah. Oh shit, how'd she find out? Because I, you know, I had a lot of truth in me and when you have a little oh, thing, shit. <laughs> when liquor came into the equation it oh, always brings no. the truth out. Yeah. 
Did they work through it or did she break up with him? Um, she, no, I think they're not together. They had a pretty untenable. Uh, they hadn't been dating. Very so you long. did her a favor. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like it, it wasn't like he was a real fiance. Yeah. <laughs> you just reminded me of one of the craziest Jimmy Rich stories. He was um rest in peace, but Jimmy and his friend and his friend's girlfriend were in a bug, like a Volkswagen, driving and the couples in the front seat arguing, right? Jimmy's in the back. They pull up at the liquor store. Jimmy goes in. They're just fighting like crazy the couple. When Jimmy walks out, the dude full speed fucking hits him with the car. What? Yeah, Jimmy was in a coma and shit because they were fighting, and the chick goes, yeah, well, I fucked Jimmy, which wasn't true. Oh, shit. And, dude, he ended up in a coma behind that. No oh, shit. No oh, I actually do have. How'd he deal- <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How did he deal with that when he came out of the coma? I don't remember. Well, go ahead. You were going to say something? Well, I, had, um, I had a guy who... Um, Okay, so I used to get fucked up. This was, like, in my bottom, like, my relapse in the pandemic. This guy, I would drink, like, two bottles of wine and then door dash another one or two. And so I would drink, like, those two bottles of wine, and I always thought that was, like, going to be it, right? And I, like, door dashed this guy, and so I picked up wine, and it always took so long because you have to, like, give them your ID if you're ordering alcohol, you know? And he, um, I go back in the house after I pick it up, and he texted me, and he was, like... He was like, are you gay? And I was like, yeah, LOL. And he was like, um, and then he was like, can you suck my dick? And I was like, sure. And then I went into, yeah. I sucked guy. a DoorDash's dash yeah. dick. Yeah, yeah. He said straight up, are you gay? Can you suck my dick? Those he was are- like, are you gay? And I was like, yeah, LOL. I literally said, yeah, LOL. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> But I think because I got sober so young, I don't have like an, and I was a blackout drinker so young, I don't have like an abundance of like. College wasn't crazy. Well, with... no, I was like, I, I blacked out like every night. Oh, like wow. I would like, you know, I, my, my college boyfriend like told me a story recently about how he was like, he, um, I he was he told me he loved me and I cried and was like it's always about you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only like yeah. <laughs> that I have like li- I have like little tiny anecdotes like that. I don't have like some crazy thing where I like crashed a car and like went into you know, the dean's yeah, office exactly. and gave yeah. him LSD. I and- don't. So I guess when you were talking about <laughs> drinking stories I was like oh I don't have like any of that like come to mind right away but like yeah. But you were a real alcoholic, and you experienced the fucking destruction of yeah. being a daily drinker. Yeah. Yeah. Dan- I know. It's like- Daniel Daily Drinker. That's yeah. I was a daily drinker. Yeah. That's the name of the episode yeah. right well, there. My grandpa, uh. my grandpa- Or liver levels yeah. with Daniel Daly. Liver, liver, liver levels. levels. <laughs> my grandpa died. I have My one grandpa died of cirrhosis of the liver. Oh, shit. And the other one drank, and he just died. And he, the other one just died, and he like- drank every day and was somehow miraculously still alive. Drank and like smoked so much pipe tobacco every day. I don't know how he lived to 95. Yeah. 95. Yeah. We were talking about that yesterday in Dallas or something, but we're like, remember like nobody smokes pipes anymore. Yeah. Remember like when we're kids, old men would smoke. You ever smoke, you ever smoke pipe tobacco? I tried my grandpa's. Yeah. I did it to kind of. I did it to try to like look cool, you know. I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna smoke it out of a pipe," you know. It's, it's like the cherry. Like, yeah, it's strong. Yeah, 
I like cigars. I'm not, I don't smoke cigarettes, but I, I prefer cigars. Because of the I'm shape? Like, yeah, I probably. <laughs> 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 the girth. It's yeah. the girth, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, I like hold, I do look really faggoty when I smoke a cigar, <laughs> I will say. But um, yeah. Madonna, again, a Madonna video or album cover or whatever she's smoking. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Madonna lately. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, because like, I, I, I've been letting my daughters listen to Madonna. They fucking love Madonna. They do. Really? Yeah, they do. Yeah, Daddy they likes do. some. I think too. also being a Catholic schoolboy, it was like, oh, blasphemy. It was yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Justify <laughs> like, my love. Yeah. Or li- was... like a prayer. Oh yeah. We yeah. used to watch that music video. We watched that music video at a sleepover I had and we were like, oh my God, that's so bad. It was dark. <laughs> It was yeah. super gnarly. It yeah. was like a whole thing when it came out. The Catholic Church. And yeah, this the and Pope that. talked about it. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah, it was heavy. So crazy. Yeah. I uh, I was trying to think about if I had any crazy blackout. You know, like I mean, I'm, I'm sure I do. You know, but I had a. Um, I remember like coming. Mine. I remember like coming out of blackouts. You know, and uh, and like it's always like I'm somewhere, and like you know, like like that uh, coming out of a blackout on the other side of it like i remember we were driving one time like i didn't get my license until i was 31 years old i drove obviously prior to that but i would just like be fucking so wasted and so like i got when i was 16 i was arrested for my first or when i was i guess it was my first felon. when i was 16 i was arrested and uh when i was right when i turned 18 i got my first felony so i never so and i'd never i would i always had like staggering court cases so i would always have something that uh i always had something that i couldn't so i couldn't get my license until literally i was fucking 31 years old and uh, <laughs> and i went and i like paid every off all my court fees and everything but i drove a lot prior to that and i would drive and i would have other people's ids that kind of looked like me or driver's licenses and i would drive and one time we went to vegas and um went to vegas to my friend's uh, sister's house and we were like we went out there and like we were we we were young. We must have been like seventeen, eighteen, and uh, he was like a, he was like an old like punk rock dude. So we went to Double Down Saloon, you know, like you know about oh, that no, spot, yeah. Dave. You know about Double Down? It's a Is it's it a downtown, punk rock. Like yeah, punk it's like rock a punk. It's by fucking. It's by Hard Rock. It's uh, oh okay. Yeah. So it's a little on the down. Yeah, the, the Double Down Saloon. Oh. Yeah, and it's an old school punk rock bar. And there were I remember. Okay, I only remember it because there used to be this show called Insomniac with David Tell with this. Oh, I know it. Comedian, yeah. I remember that show. Yeah. It was so good. And uh, and one of the craziest things he did was he went there and there was this drink that there was called Ass Juice, right? Where a girl would stand on the bar. And you would pour, you would put your fucking chin between her fucking ass cheeks, and they would pour Jägermeister down her fucking butt crack into your mouth, you know? And it was <laughs> oh, called ass juice, God. you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what the Double Down Saloon's known for. So did like, you, you know, do the drink? I ha- you have to, you know? Come on. Like, so we go there, we're drinking ass juice, we're fucking hanging out in Vegas, we're doing, uh, we're doing fucking, uh, oh, we got there, and I then like, and see, he was like, oh, my sister's got a, 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 a Nas tank in her house, and we're like, dude, like, we just we just fucking landed in heaven, you know. Like they were like, she was so nice, and we were smoking a bunch of bud, and uh, we went out there for uh, um, we went out there once for a uh, uh, for a cannabis cup, and it was like so tight. It was, and this is like, you know, this is the uh, twenty years ago, so like weed was still very illegal in Vegas. And we went out there for a cannabis cup, and it got raided, and it was like this whole thing. Uh, oh yeah, and then I we went back, it. yeah, and we went back to her house. I remember and, uh, Vegas was like you, you couldn't have it. Yeah, any like anything coke. you got caught with like a fucking with a fucking you know like a, a roach from a joint, yeah. you're going to fucking jail. You know, yeah. it used to be crazy. You know, like yeah. you could drink 
as much as you want. You could sleep in the fucking streets. You could have sex. You with can anything. walk down the streets with booze too. Yeah. yeah. Totally, oh yeah. 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 Totally. But you like you fucking get caught with the fucking a joint roach and you're going to fucking jail. You yeah. know, yeah. felony. It was crazy. And uh, so we went out there and it was like, but everybody in their house was like partying. You know, and uh, yeah. and we went and um and so we were hanging out at her house and we were like doing whippets all night and like we had, she had big balloons and it was it was just like dude it was fun. You know, we went to the That's double rad. down saloon. We did all this shit. And then for some reason we had to like drive back, like something happened and we had to drive back immediately. And it was like two or three, it was me, my homie Arik and somebody else. And uh, we jumped into my, my, my friend's trailblazer and we were driving back like all quick and up. And we were like, we had been up for so long and partying so much that like they couldn't drive, you know? And I was like the last resort driver where I was like, Fuck, man. Like, I don't want to drive. I don't have a, like, I'm not good at it. Like, first of all, I feel like I don't have a license, you know? And like, I don't, I don't like, I just want to chill, you know? Like, I, fuck that. Like, I, I would rather, if I'm going to die in a car accident, I don't want to be the one that's driving the car, you know? I'd yeah. rather just die, you know? Like, I, I want to be taking a nap when we die, you know, or whatever. And, uh, smoking a joint or like, you know, I was like good at like getting snacks or picking the soundtrack, you know? Like, I was a, I was an excellent passenger or co pilot. Facilitator, yeah, co pilot. Just not the driver. And it. it was like, everyone was so fucked up. They were like, dude, you need to drive, you know? And I was like, fuck, all right. And they're like nodding out as we're coming back from, you know, which is, worse because then you can't stay awake because yeah. everyone else in the fucking car yeah. is asleep exactly yeah you're like slapping yeah. yourself and rolling the window down that's a worst the worst oh, you know fuck. so we're driving so i'm driving now back from vegas and i remember like you know i get in like somebody drove for an hour and i get back and I'm, i forget where you what's the freeway the 15 right is it yeah 15, 15 yeah. all the way so we're on the 15 and uh and i just remember like uh i just kind of remember like blinking and looking around and being like wait and uh like looking around and being like wait my homie's like oh fuck when the sun come out, you know, like when this, cause we would like left nighttime and I look around, I go, fuck, I don't know. You know, I had no clue, <laughs> nah. like no clue whatsoever, you know? And he was like, what do you mean? He's like, what do you mean you don't have any clue? I was like, I don't know. Like I had no fucking clue. I literally came out of a fucking blackout. I'm driving. The sun is now up. You know, I don't know if I'm awake or asleep or where the fuck we so are. You were just driving for like three hours and 15 yeah. minutes yeah. in a blackout. Yes. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. I used to get super wasted on alcohol from a very young age. I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, my brothers were big drinkers and then like, you know, we started smoking weed and then we started drinking and, you know, getting crazy and partying at my house. Cause my mom was a cocktail waitress. So she worked every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night till two o'clock in the morning. So, uh, yeah, we would just rage at my house and, uh, you know, I mean, rent of the real random shit happened with that, like parties and having the cheerleaders over and every these groups and these people <laughs> and then fights with people from other part of town and, you know, getting crazy like that. But then, like, I guess the crazy shit started happening when we started going to, like, Tijuana, you know, yeah, and you're yeah. like under you're all of a sudden you get this like. I mean, not that that hometown shit wasn't crazy. I mean, big ass knockdown drag out fights and shit, you know, and stuff. But back then it was a little more innocent, like, you know what I mean? Like there might be some fists and then if someone gets knocked down, it's like kind of like, all right, you know, like yeah. people weren't trying to like kill each other with weapons and guns and shit. But uh, we started going to Tijuana and it was just insane. Like you're all underage, like 16, 15 years old with fake IDs, <laughs> driving like two hours with you know, some girl that just got her license, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a car full of fucking degenerates, you know, and I'm hanging out with dudes that are older. So there's like older drug dealers in the car and you you're know, going you're like, to like senior frogs and fucking papas and beers. You're like and on shit. your way. Well, I think papas and beers in Ensenada, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, 
you're going to like peanuts and like all the places on Kaye Revolution. Like, uh. and I remember at the time, like, that's how fucking old I am. Like, guest jeans were like big, you know, the overalls <laughs> and the shirts and shit. So cool. And like, they, you could buy all the fake shit on Revolution and stuff. But we would get there so late. But all the way there through San Diego County, there's other people going there too. So you're like, either like flirting with people, trying to like pull over, or you're like, People are like, fuck you. And you're like almost fighting before you even get there. <laughs> but then you get there and you're like young and you're like in these bars and you're like, these dudes are, they're these like, they're like these tequila like stewards that like walk around. There's these like little Latino with Mexican the whistle, with the whistle, yeah. and the bottle. And they like, people would like fuck, fucking set you up. They're like, here, give you like two dollars to go, go get him. And he'll like, walk over to you and they're like, Shh. No, but they pull your head back. Pull, oh, your, pull head your head back. back yeah. Pull it up and then shake your head. And then pick you hands. up and spin wow. you around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, you, you know, after you're drinking fucking Long Island iced teas and who knows what the fucking liquor they're serving you is and shit. You're in Mexico. It's like probably not regulation shit, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. And so you just get hammered. People get lost. Then you're eating those hot dogs on the street. And then everybody's going back to the border. And then that's when fights start happening. And it was kind of crazy and kind of chaotic. I mean, Did you guys walk through the border or drive? Walk. Yeah. We would always park, walk, taxi to Revolution, and then taxi back to the border. Yeah. I yeah. just did that walk a few weeks ago. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Reno, I can't believe you're from Riverside. <laughs> yeah. Well, well please corona which is corona slightly a step up from they're Riverside. good at football right yeah they are yeah, actually yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah for sure corona and centennial yeah, yeah your name yeah. being reno doesn't help that you're from riverside <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean i'm i'm from out there from corona yeah. definitely ran around riverside quite a bit too not as much in san Bernardino, but yeah, yeah inland empire for sure I've never met someone from Riverside, actually, all my years of living in California. <laughs> it's not surprising. Here in L.A., most people don't claim it like I claim it. Oh, what about really? what about that one dude we shared, <clears throat> uh, that dude shared about, that dude that took a cake, you know? The homeboy, he goes, I walk into a meeting, and there was a fool from Riverside there that had a shirt that said... Uh, Suicide... Homicide, genocide, genocide, Riverside. Riverside. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I was like, I fucking need that shirt. That was the Friday ten thirty. Yeah, right? oh yeah. That was the most kooky meeting. I loved <laughs> yeah. it. Though. Which one? The ten thirty. The meeting used to be a tropical that now moved to Brunswick. The ten thirty oh, a.m. Yeah. 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 Is that on fr Mondays? Fridays. Tomorrow morning. Friday. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. I was sitting in that room and I'm like, everybody's like, you know, just like a bunch of mixed nuts like me, like us here, and then we're sitting there and I'm like, fucking you know, like sitting around and then we finished the meeting and then we all went to like all the mixed nuts we all went to like one of the most pleasant lunches at Air One after we had such a good time That's chatting so cool. and that was fun that <laughs> was good one. good time good time but Fuck, yeah I, mean, I just realized that I missed the fucking free monthly smoothie <laughs> oh it was one. the mint one the fucking the, the cocoito and I was gonna order it good. and I was like Camille you want me to wait and she goes yeah we'll get it I should have fucking ordered it now I missed the free smoothie. Yeah, it's the 14th. It ends on the 14th. Yeah, it's yeah, long past. Gotta wait for the next one. Erewhon is not my uh, in my addiction. Story. I got a home. I got a homeboy though. Now I got a homeboy that, that that be running one of them. You know, I'm not gonna put his name out or anything in case. So I'm gonna be like, hey, slide, slide come you on. In and you know, yeah, so do like backdated or whatever. What do you have to do? Sign up. Well, it's a membership, so if, if you're a member, you get a free smoothie up until the 17th of the uh, Every of, month, every you month. got a different one. Ba bam, and you get one for the month. You get a free smoothie of that one. And this one, actually, it's one of my homeboys. It's a DJ. Um, fuck, what's his DJ name? Uh, 
DJ uh, DJ Nate Day. He's like a drum and bass DJ from uh, he's from Philly, but he lives out here. He's in this uh, drum and bass project called Camo UFOs. Like oh, they're where? dope, you know. But he I runs uh, he runs the fucking. Uh, this is his first smoothie that he actually made up. He was like the smoothie master on this blend, and I fucking missed it. Oh, the cocoa, whatchamacallit. The cocoa hito. Yeah. <laughs> Camo UFOs. <laughs> What's the best smoothie there? The Haley Bieber? It's bomb. The Haley Bieber is fucking bomb. I'm more of an Earth Bar person. Me too. I yeah. love Earth yeah. I love I saw Earth you at Earth Bar once. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 20... What's your smoothie? What's your one? Um, the Flax Master. The Flax Master is so good. Because now I'm, I've gone. Yeah. yeah. See, I've gotten like, I've, I've gone through them all pretty much now. Right now I'm on, uh, I'm kind of going back and forth between Morning Ritual with Whey Protein oh, and yeah. uh, Rockstar with Whey. Yeah, I like yeah. the WeHo Breakfast, too. Uh, I yeah. haven't had the WeHo. WeHo like, Breakfast is a shot of GHB and a yeah. bowl of <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, you got I've been up too long. I've been up too long. i got to come down. I fucked six dudes last night. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, it, if anything, it, like, it's, it has like 33 grams of protein or something. Yeah. It's wild, yeah. <laughs> um. Where's that protein coming yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but dude, you have to. Erwan, like, it sucks about that. And I know Keith kind of, like, you know, throws shade on Erwan, but that membership gives you back mad points. How much does it cost? Uh, the membership's 200 for the year. Oh. But then you get 10% of all your purchases back. Really? In oh. an account. And, dude, literally, like, it, it's, yeah, you, it's. So you but spend, it doesn't two, include you spend sushi. two racks. What do you mean? It doesn't include sushi. The, the sushi bar don't. You don't really? pay your. The sushi bar don't go towards. Yeah. Yeah, but if I want sushi, I ain't going to Erwan. Yeah, but if unless I want I'm using quick EBT, sushi, I'm going to Erwan. Yeah. Unless I'm using EBT, yeah. in which case I'm <laughs> going to Erwan. I got my oh, EBT. Yeah. yeah, I tried to use EBT at Sephora once. <laughs> what? Yeah. No way. I did. She was like, "Uh, bitch." <laughs> yeah. She was like, "Sorry, no. honey." Yeah. She's like, "This might work at Ralph's." <laughs> moisture wicking. Oh, whatever. That's, that's funny. We used to have a dude. This dude, Paul, who runs a. So there was a, you guys remember that, um, now everything's like turned, all these like old school little fucking liquor stores are now these new like natural wine shops. You know, oh, yeah. You know the one in Silver Lake that's right by, but uh, right by, what's the Bodega yeah, Park? Jason's or whatever, the one There's that's. There's the little one, yeah. That used to just oh, be Oh, like, yes. The yeah. one that's right across from, next door to where the barbershop was on the yeah, corner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So there used to be this dude, this Korean dude, Paul, you know, and uh, my homie, my homie uh, Jerry Pro used to be like, man, that's Paul the Korean, you know, that food he'll lace you up you know and uh we'd walk in there and uh and whenever like i'd be you know i was like trying to kick or i just got out of detox and jerry would be like come on danny we're gonna get you some ebt we're gonna get you <laughs> done up and like he would always help me with my kicks he would give me like uh what's a non-addictive opiate thing called kratom no no keith no <laughs> <laughs> no what's the uh tramadol not tramadol is that what oh it is? uh uh, uh <laughs> no it's tramadol right it's like the not it's tramadol like, yes yeah. so you give me like tramadol and uh and some kind of like very low like ativan you know to like kick to like wean me off and be like come on we're gonna get you gr and ebt because your ass is broke you know like because i wouldn't get sober until i had nothing you know like literally yeah, nothing that's and always he's like how you gonna eat too. you know and i was like fuck and he'd put me on ebt and he'd be like we got to get some smokes. And I was like, I don't have money for smokes. You know, he's like, man, come on. We got to go to Paul the Korean, you know? And we go in there and I'd be, he'd be like, all right, Paul, like, whoop, whoop, whoop. You know, like, we're going to get some, some, uh, some mozzarella, some fucking string cheese, some Gatorade, some chips, and two packs of Marlboro Reds, you know? And Paul would be like, all right, you know? And Jerry would pull out the EBT card and he'd be like, I don't take EBT for fucking, you know? He's like, I don't take EBT for cigarettes. Would scream at him and he'd be like, 
motherfucker, I know you take EBT for cigarettes. I've been buying it here for 10 years, you know? And Paul will be like, I don't take no fucking EBT. Get out of the store. And Jerry's like, I'm going to steal the cigarettes. And he's reaching over the counter trying to grab nah. the cigarettes, you know? Oh and finally he'd be like, Give me EBT and he would like run the fucking EBT. <laughs> no way. Yeah. He had to put up a fight. Just Always. For the fucking... Every time, yeah. That's and then so like crazy. it got to the point where I'd come in there, you know, and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna try it. Cause you're hurt. And you know, like you need this, you need, you know, like yeah. you need that tobacco. You know, like when you're yeah. newly yeah. sober, you got like 12, eight days, whatever, you know, you need. Like you need chocolate and you need tobacco. Chocolate. You know? yeah. yeah, big time. And a Gatorade. You know, that's like an added, you know, maybe a Snapple or something. And, uh, and fucking, I'd come in, I'd be like, dude, come on. He'd be like, no EBT, you know, screaming, like, no EBT for cigarettes. And I'd be like, motherfucker, run the GR, you know? Like, and, and yeah. there would be, and knowing damn well there's no GR money on there, you know? Uh -huh. But he'd, uh, GR, so there's like, so there's two types of, I don't know if you, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, do you know what? So, so EBT is food stamps and GR is general relief. I have relief. been on yeah. food stamps. Oh, okay. yeah. GR, all right. GR is general relief where it's cash that they give you on top of that. Of the so what stamps. is it, like 550 a month total? No, no, no. It's like three. Oh, yeah, 550 total. Like 200 something in food stamps, 300 in cash, yeah. you know? Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I actually didn't know that because yeah. I was so early on. Sobriety, I did not know yeah. it that. Yeah. yeah. So, it would, so you get like, if is you would like welfare? say. Huh? Welfare. welfare. Yeah, okay. that's welfare. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, run the GR, and he would run it, and he'd be like, no, no GR, and you'd be like, fucking do the EBT, and every time you'd, you know, he would always go for it. Yeah, oh. that's so funny. Welfare, yeah. welfare was really nice, honestly. <laughs> 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 I could use it now. Where, where did you? Where did you? I want to hear about you signing up for welfare. What did that look oh, like? Yeah. Oh God, I had like a really bad crisis with that. I had to have my <laughs> friend from sober living like help me, and like I had to talk to a social worker, and I like could not do it without crying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like, when I went, a mess. When I went to treatment, they have you sign up for GR. Yeah, and they take the money. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. They take the money. And then oh, sometimes the treatment when takes you leave, yeah. sometimes when you leave, they give you the card and it's like loaded. That happened to me and Nikki. We were at Cry Help and uh, we both finished. And I was on disability and he was on GR for a really long time. And they gave him a card, the card when he left, and there was eight hundred bucks on it. And we were both fucking on our way, one foot in the in the connections house, and we went to Ralph's and. He's like, get whatever you want. That Ralph's on Riverside and Vineland right there. I love that Ralph's. It's fucking amazing, right? I mean, dude, I've had, like, I used to love North Hollywood. I was with it, but same thing. I got bougie. I lived over here too long. And now I'm like, oh, fuck. You know? <laughs> I still, Ralph's still got a good-ass cheese bar. You know, they got, like, the, the nicer Ralph's. They got, no, like, the Ralph's cheese. at the corner of Vineland and Ventura. That's the that's one I was That's the bomb of. one. That's the one I was That's the of. bomb one. The river, the, the other one's the one that was by the... Where the NoHo studio where we recorded was, I would use that's the one that I went with Nikki and we got all this shit. We got like six hundred dollars worth of shit. We got like all the stuff you would never buy, like El Pollo Loco brand rice bowls that are like fourteen ninety five for four of them. You know what I mean? Like all this frozen shit. ones, yeah. yeah. And we like went back to the sober living. We could barely fit all the shit in the fridge. And then like the next day, we like left to another sober living. And then I was loaded and we're like moving the food around. From nah, <laughs> they don't have a lot of WalMarts. In LA, no, they no, don't. They don't. No. You have to drive to Burbank. You gotta drive to Burbank or Crenshaw, or yeah. I and I think the Crenshaw one shut down too. Deep Valley, yeah, Deep there's, Valley. There, there was a mini one 
right on the edge of Chinatown. Do you remember that? I do. Yes. It didn't last long. Yeah. Though. The mini. It got like protested against or some shit, yeah. right? When it opened or something. Everywhere else in America has Walmart. Uh, Walmarts are dope. If they're in a yeah. nice neighborhood, like the one in Corona, my mom, there was a Costco, Sam's Club, and a, and a Walmart all right on this corner. And dude, the Walmart, like when they're like baller, like they got like an amazing bakery. They got like all this yeah. amazing shit. The pricing on everything is just on point. We went to a Sam's Club in Mexico that was dope. They got, I, they, love, I yeah. love going to Walmart now they're countries it's always really good (laughs) it's always like yeah having that like the familiarity and right you're like it's like going to a mcdonald's when you're in like italy you'd be doing mcdonald's you'd be doing mcdonald's in other countries i have i was on vacation with an ex-girlfriend in italy with my family years and years ago and after we were there for like nine days and i just you eat so much fucking pasta and everything else I was just young and stupid and wasn't like, oh, let's do fish. And, the, you know, I was just like, take me to McDonald's. <laughs> and I just crushed a bunch of fucking McDonald's. <laughs> I like I like seeing what, like, this, you know, like, what the regional, because every McDonald's got its own fucking thing yeah, everywhere yeah. you go. They, do. they got, like, some, you know, some. Do Mc- you have them in Ukraine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember, I've never told my McDonald's story. Yes, you know? tell yeah, it again. Uh, no, it's great. I, you know, we went like when we were getting our citizenship stuff from uh, we were coming to the, to the states. It was right after the fall of the Soviet Union. So, so like when I was growing up, we didn't have McDonald's. We didn't have American food. Nothing. It was the Soviet Union. It was like that's the, America's the devil. You know, like we can't fuck like fuck straight that. up. Yeah. yeah. And then like no the Soviet jeans. Union fell. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm five, <laughs> maybe six years old, and we go to Moscow to like to get all of our uh, to get all of our like citizenship stuff finished off. You know, we went to like the to the embassy and all this picture shit Danny one of those yeah. big fucking hats and yeah. shit yeah. <laughs> I actually have a photo of me with the, one of those hats last time I was in <laughs> Russia awesome. yeah. and uh, so we go there and um, and there was like the central t- train station in Moscow and I remember there was a McDonald's that just opened there you know and my dad was like yo we're gonna try American food you know and I was like damn yes like fuck yeah you know cause I grew up eating like borscht and fucking yeah. gefilte fish and chaladets you know and like Halajets <laughs> is like the man. Halajets is whack, you know. It's do you like, eat sardines? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I f- I I'll fuck do. up sardines. Yeah. yeah. I almost got a sardine uh, bon me fucking yesterday. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, an, I'm an adventurous eater, you know. Wait, what's halajets? Halajets is like this. All right, so it's like a gelatin. It's a. Oh. It's like a savory gelatin that has like fucking carrots and minced meats and like weird fucking shit in it you know and it, but it comes out it's like a jello it's like oh a, yeah it comes out, it's a savory like, jello yeah it's oh, fucking fuck. gross you know it's like head tongue. cheese have you yeah. seen that in the grocery Ugh. store before yeah. it's fucked up you know like you don't feed this shit to five-year-olds you know that's yeah. torture you yeah. know like fucking beef tongue but like yeah like ugh, like where it's yeah. like it's chunky you it takes you an hour to chew the shit up i don't know? like tasting something that's fucking tasting me back you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where you can taste the taste buds on like oh, you can the i've yeah, never seen that, that. In the mexican carniceria's growing up in corona you see the you know they have like lengua. ground beef and this and that and then they have fucking tripas and then they have the, the lengua. fucking tongue it's literally like no no that, that's over. lengua no lengua. yeah cabeza is the head yeah cabeza yeah. is the fucking brain yeah. I don't yeah, fuck with uh, none of that. Yeah. I'll, I like steak tartare. <laughs> yeah. Right? But yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So we, go, so we go to the McDonald's. You know, my dad's like, you want to try American food? You know? And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, he's like, because this is what we're going to be eating, you know? And I was <laughs> like, yes, yeah. you know? And we went and he got me a Happy Meal with like a little, probably like a strawberry sundae kind of oh. jam, you know? And I remember fucking eating it. 
and thinking to myself, I was like, this is the fucking most delicious meal. Really? This is the most delicious Aww. thing I've ever eaten, and I can't wait to eat this every single day until the day I fucking die. That's you know, it was the awesome. best. Like I was, you know, because so awesome. it was like it was so much. But you know, like dude, we grew up in fucking like with fucking rations like my grandma yeah. used to go and there was no like we were out of salt like the whole fucking soviet union was out of salt no my way. grandma would be like i gotta make a soup for my boy you know and they would be like well, we don't have any salt and they'd be like, but if you go to the shelf where the salt was you could maybe scoop some salt into your fucking oh. this little hand you know and, oh, wow. and she would go do that and like you know no like, way yes 100 percent wow. yeah Wait, okay. She made soup from a pigeon once. Like, this woman oh, fucking, yeah. damn. Yeah, pigeon soup. So the Soviet Union was bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Awful, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, she would, like, when I was, like, two, three was years old. Was everybody's she... clothes the same looking? Not, I mean, not really, because, like, they were kind of getting shit in. Like, they were, we were getting shit in, you know? Like, not, we, and you would get stuff, like, that was, like, shipped to somebody. I had, like, a Mickey Mouse fucking sweater. Oh, I was, like, the Frank, shit. Cause I had Frankie a Mickey... says relax. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's like it's like it's like New York Mets '87 champs yeah, and they didn't yeah, win. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> my dad, uh, my dad came home one night, you know. Uh, so my dad, you know, my dad was Frank a drunk, like big, big out. drunk, you know. Like he would always come home fucked up, you know, with like beat up you know fucking would lose his car and shit you know like would lose we were like we were allowed by the government to have a car and my dad would like steal my grandpa take my grandpa's car and would lose it and shit because you couldn't just go buy a car it didn't matter like you couldn't like they were like the government had to be like oh you oh like daniel deserves a car because he's doing some shit that's car worthy you know like oh, oh wow. dave like wow. dave don't get no fucking car you know wow. dave nah like you know actually dave would get a car because he was like he's a creative, you know. Like yeah. they were like you were like they were about the arts. That's why we were allowed, you know. But uh, my dad came home and my uncle moved here in like the eighties, and uh, and he would send us the shit like Levi's, you know, and like oh, baller damn. shit. And you get a pair of Levi, like there, it was a big hustle, you know. Like you could send Levi's and sell them for like hundreds and hundreds. I know and a whole of crew of dudes from Riverside. Where one one of the dudes was driving a Ferrari because they were boosting Levi's and sending them to yeah. fucking straight up. Yeah. Straight up. So my Russia. dad comes home, black eye is like bloody nose, you know, which like had happened before, you know? Yeah. But this night, my dad is in his fucking Russia tidy whiteies. You know, oh, he's, shit. He's, came he's home with tidy whiteies. He came home with a tidy whiteies, oh. and I was like, and I remember thinking this is weird. My mom's like, "Go to sleep, like don't look," you know, like, and I was like, "What happened?" You know, and I later came to find out that uh, that he got got for his Levi's. He was coming home, oh. and they saw the fucking oh, no. the red fucking tag, and some fool ran up on him knife point, and he was like, "Yo, fucking shit, damn!" You know? Shook him down for his Levi's. Beat Damn. him, and he was like, "No, they're mine." You know, they like he fought the guy and got beat up, and they, and they still pulled him off. Him off him and oh shit. yeah, fucking yeah. savage. I, I worked with a dude named T is Tigran, like a common Russian name. No, Tigran. 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 Uh, no, I no, worked no. with a dude in uh, Orange County when I first got sober in 2000 for that stretch, and I was I was moving furniture, and this dude was like driving one of the delivery trucks, and he would always tell stories about Russia, and he would say like. That, like, everybody kind of had the same shit, like, the same, like, furniture, like, the little couch, chair, table, like, it was the same, you know what I mean? And he was saying that, like, the cars were kind of the same for the most part. And he was, I remember saying that, like, he had a neighbor that had a 5.0 Mustang that broke down, and it was broke down for, like, six years. Cause they <laughs> you ain't part. getting no parts, yeah. You know you, I mean? In Cuba, man, everybody's driving old-ass cars. Yeah. It's like They're still movie running Greece. and shit, yeah. Yeah, because they, they make it work. Yeah. Like, they fucking, you know what I mean? They 
whatever. If you can't get the part, they somehow work it out of yeah, another part. Yeah, straight up. Pretty, I mean, what's uh, them old Chevys mostly, right? Yeah. Where they're like 350s or whatever those yeah. V6 engines. Standard. I wasn't meant for cool. communism. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. when you were like, I was like, I wouldn't get a car. I wouldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have been a professor or a teacher. And, yeah. You know, do you get to your choose cover. your career in like I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think if it's anything like Italy, I mean, it's changed now, but unless you were like of a class that was like educated, because it's really weird, like, and I, this may be the same in Russia, but it's how it is kind of in Europe. It's like Ooh. here, it's like being a self made millionaire is like the thing, you yeah. know, entrepreneur or whatever. But like in a lot of those countries, it's like being educated and being yeah. like a professor. Yeah. Or like an educator or like, you know, that whole thing is really looked at doctor, you know, a doctorate of some field. Or there it was also, I think it was more. Well, but if you're a working was, class person, you just fucking do what your dad did. Yeah, That's exactly, why my dad left. His dad was the editor of a, the first post-war Democratic newspaper in Naples. Wow. And my dad was just like. It was not a, a novelty growing up that, you know, the country had opened up and there was all this kind of cool shit going on. But he's just like, I don't want to fucking sit in a newspaper factory. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he wanted to like go watch the Beatles and fucking yeah. know, rock out. And shit. Russia is like one of the most yeah, literate society. Like oh, well read yeah. Oh, yeah. countries in mm-hmm. the world, I think. Yeah. Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you think about the—I mean, you think about the sports. You think about the arts. You think yeah. about yeah, it's like all you know, well, yeah, literature, fucking, yeah, ballet, music, fun, ballet, figure skating, all yeah, all that. It's shit. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So if like you were in that, that's why you know my grandpa was a writer. So we were like very, you know, we were, oh, like, yeah, we had we had like uh, we would have these like vacation homes. Like we would have they're called Dom Tvorchestvo, which is like a house of the arts. So you could like go and like if you were like in, you know if you were in that that world, if you were like cultured, you know, and you were like cre- creating yeah, or doing that's something elevated, that's yeah, really viewed yeah. as being like. They would send you to other places where, like, where you could fuck around and kick it with other motherfuckers that were making shit. So you could like be in a like a collective yeah. energy where you could like work workshop and hang out with other people that are making fucking moves. So we would be in Odessa. We would be in like our little like vacation home. We would be all That's over, awesome. you know. And they would just kind of set you up there, and you'd go and kick it with other, you know, like other families, families and yeah. stuff. So you got sober at La Fuente? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, you went back to La Fuente? <laughs> no, I went I went to La Fuente, and then I went to La Fuente's sober living, and then I lived in my own apartment for a while, then the pandemic happened, then like I went back to sober living in the pandemic, so I was in treatment twice. Oh. Right, but right. But the second time was like sober living and out tre- outpatient. Mm. Yeah. What, what was your drink of choice, my, all of you guys? My drink of choice? Yeah. Beer. Cheap beer. I had a few. I had, you know... Um, like I, you know, I would kind of switch it up. Like I, you know, I loved Miller High Life. Like loved High yeah. Life. Tecate, I loved. I drank a lot of Sparks because it was free. Because I was going to like events and they would like they were sponsored by Sparks, so we would always just get like free Sparks. I had a fridge full of Sparks at one point, you know, <laughs> which is like my generation's Four Locos, you know. Yeah. Um, I drank a lot of like I, I had a drink that I really liked called whiskey <laughs> water, where it was like whiskey that was just watered down, you know, like over the, ice, kind of let yeah, it sit exactly. For a but like the ice had melted a bit. I saw a meme like two days ago where some guy goes, "I can't believe Four Loco has a warning on it." That says, "Please drink responsibly." He goes, "Yeah, I'm just gonna drink a Four Loco and ho- sit down and read a book." And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Four Loco yeah. is the shit. Didn't it get outlawed? The original formula did. Yeah, you know, they had to reformulate that shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I had a few. I had a few. Like you know, I, I my remember- buddy's doing a uh, a uh, like a tequila soda brand called Mamitas. That's like from the dude that founded Four Loco. He chipped up. He did. <laughs> he cleaned up on that Four Loco shit. Dude, Four Loco's gnarly. And that Nine. branding, though. I mean, like, fuck. For that time, yeah. people just like don't. What give was a your fuck. What was your drink of choice? You know, I mean, like. When I or when I really enjoyed drinking early on, I liked malt liquor. I liked like thirty-two yeah. ounce bottles or forty ounce bottles of cold malt liquor, like King Cobra. Um, I don't like the taste of any of it. Yeah, really? but no. then like later on, you know, if I was trying to be fancy, I'd be like fucking like high on drugs with a pocket full of money, with like drinking pear Grey Goose and soda. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like mine was whiskey and. Oof. Like Canadian whiskey, Oof. like Crown Royale, mm-hmm. and like um, and like brown tequila, like brown liquor tequila. Yeah, yeah. That What's was... brown liquor tequila? Just dark tequila, yeah. not like not shit? clean. Yeah, yeah. Jose not Cuervo. Yeah. I, I was drinking like I was drinking like almost two bottles of that a day. Oh. Cuervo? Yeah. No. Worst. Yeah. Yeah. I wow. had a bag. A I was happy. I was I was like a drunk on the street. People don't know that about me. Someone, our friend Alex said, I have trust fund energy. <laughs> I was like, Two Stone said that? Yeah. I was like, I have had like a past. <laughs> yeah, you do have trust fund energy. <laughs> I, I fucking back it though. I love it. I think it's great energy. Someone told me I got golden retriever energy. Nah. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah. I was like, that's <laughs> fucked up. I think that's I'd good, though. Yeah. That's trustworthy, loving energy. Yeah, I'll take you know it. I mean? you know? I'd be a poodle. But it's like, <laughs> as a man, you want to hear, I got Rottweiler energy. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Whatever, you know. At least it's not like hear. you got Chihuahua energy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, well, I, yeah, it's weird. I drank everything. I didn't give a, I kind of didn't I did give too. a. I did, too. Yeah, me yeah. too, man. Mad Dog 2020. But I'm a lot older you know? than you, so yeah. in, in our time, it's like whatever you could get your hands on. It wasn't that, it was difficult to, you know, get liquor. But- a 12-pack of Milwaukee's Best, which Ooh. is not the best, was $4.20 a 12-pack. I loved the Modelo. Keystone yeah. was three ninety nine a 12-pack, I remember. When we used to go to the river, Lake Havasu, we'd go to, like, whatever drugstore was selling Keystone for three ninety nine and fucking fill the back of a pickup with yeah. Keystone. Keystone or... Beer never got me drunk enough. That really? was my What about thing? Meisterbrow? I remember that shit. The, the master brew? Yeah, that's what that means, right? Yeah. <laughs> the master brew. Meister and brown. then the end of it was like $10 Sauvignon Blanc from mm. like Bogle or something. Fuck. I've only heard of people getting sober from becoming religious or the 12 steps. Straight yeah. up. Straight yeah. up. I read that book. What's the, the, the place that says they can cure addiction in malibu oh yeah i can't remember. Uh, no, was it prom not promises passages passages i yeah. read that oh. i read that book and i was all in i was like high on pills i'm reading it because there's one part in the book where he's like you know a long time ago they used to say that no one could run a four minute mile and scientists would say that like you know your body will break down and all this kind of stuff and and everybody believed it because everybody was told that you can't run a four minute mile and then like as soon as someone ran a four minute mile like all these people ran shorter and shorter miles d- directly behind them so it's the stigma of saying that you can't cure alcoholism and addiction and i was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> all in on it and i'm just like do they do they drink like gentlemen or do they stop i don't well, know. I, I remember hearing the son got busted with an eight ball and got a dui and nah. shit. like the, the dude who's inheriting and he's all over the book too where the dad like Went to his college dorm because was called in there because they found heroin and tinfoil in his dorm. And the security guard had his 
kid hemmed up against the wall and he like fucking tackled the security guard and told his kid to like get the dope and flush it and like all this enabling no fucking behavior like led up to like him finally hitting his bottom and then how he decided to help his son with starting passages. Wow. <laughs> Which I don't know, man. Everybody's got their journey, but yeah, I think later on or not that long ago, or at least it was like during the CRLA years, he like got busted with an eight ball and a DUI. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, rem- I remember reading online and I like, I had cracked the code because I had figured out, I read how to do heroin without getting a habit, without getting strung out. Like I found this, like I was researching it and I found Once it. Once a quarter. Way. What's up? <laughs> Once a quarter, no, like it was every like, three months. You know, no, 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 no. It was, no, I could do a lot, a lot more than that, you know, but it was like you do as much as you want for 12 hours and then you don't do it again for 72 hours. So oh, wow. you get like really high and then you break the, you know, so you're for not passages? getting physical dependence. No, no, no. This is just physical dependence on opiates, you know? So you go as hard as you want for, eight, it's at eight to 12 hours, you know? So I would go eight and then you wouldn't touch it for 72, you know? You went 12, and come on. I would, wow. I would go a little 12 sometimes, you know, <laughs> a weekend. But I would like be like, boom, boom, boom. And I would have a job. And I was like, I was working in animation and I was like doing okay, you know? And I was like, you worked in the, animation? Yeah. I had like a, you know, I had like a, I was like paying my rent. I had a house. I had a, like shit was looking good. I was like going, you know, I was like, oh this is cool and i would go and i would cop and i would just get enough to last me for that little bit you know and then like i did it for two years for two, two years? years that's a wow. long time no you way. Know? yeah and then there was like i was on a i was on a show that like went on fucking uh that went on hiatus and i was like oh dang, like i was like i'm gonna do it you know and then i remember doing it like one weekend and then like it was like a long weekend or something that was coming up but my, my birthday you know like my birthday's right before fourth of july so i was like oh this is president's gonna be day you yeah just said, Fuck it. <laughs> and i was like i'm gonna just do a little more like i'm gonna go a little harder and then you know and i was like bam it just fucking picked up right where it was right before uh, that you fuck. know and it got me i was like ooh, like there's just done. a moment when you're yeah. when you're doing that shit there just comes a moment where you like all of a sudden like you're in that spot where it's like maybe it's like 8 15 in the morning and you're supposed to go to work at nine and you're like a little shaky and a little edgy and like the months leading up to that you had whatever you needed to yeah. to get you through and all of a sudden you're like if I if I if I want to get what I need right now, I gotta go to fucking Reseda to pick it up. And it's, I'm not gonna fucking make it work. You know what I mean? And you just make that decision, and then all of a sudden it's like 11:45, and you're watching fucking Jerry Springer and some yeah. fucking escort's house, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> you can't go home. You're like, fuck, oh, man, Jerry, <laughs> watching R. Jerry Springer. Here I am again, man. Oh, I would run home from school and have dude, my buddy, to watch up. Yeah, my buddy. Um, he got married and he moved. He, he he was an impact with us and he got married, moved to Orange County, and then he picked up a crack habit, right? But did he wait till his <laughs> wife was asleep and the kids? He would drive from Orange County to Bonnie Bray Ugh. and get crack. Ugh. He'd just buy a 20. Oh my God. Dude, and start from Orange sm- County. Yeah, all the way to Bonnie Bray. And then he'd start driving back to Orange County. The, the crack would run out. He'd just turn around and come back and get another rock, start going back. Another rock, like he never made it over like ten miles, you oh know. Oh my god! But then also he was super paranoid, so he told me he'd be getting gas, he'd be getting like seventy-five cents at a time. Oh my wow. god! Because he couldn't stand being out of the car. Yeah. You know what? I, I've heard a lot of crackheads. Well, I don't want to say his name, but our good friend that was a crackhead, like they like to drive for long periods of time when that's at the beginning and they have money and they have like dope. They like to just be like on the move, like. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Looking in the mirror and shit. I, I, knew, I, I knew this dude. Yeah, I knew this dude that was like well off, like had like a family, you know. And he would come up from a he would come up from San Diego to get Roxy's, you know. And it was like when Roxy's were like big, you know. And he would get like the those are the blues, right? The Roxy, I can't the remember. Roxy coat owner, whatever. They were thirty. I think they're the blues. Yeah. yeah. And he would drive up and he would get them. And uh, he would like, you know, and he had like a little orange fucking Miata, you know, like he was like, and he was like a dude, like, you know, he was like, you know, fucking blue collar, like literally fucking blue collar, like showed up like nice white man, you know, is showing up to like kicking it with like me toothless, a buck 27, you know, like kicking it with like, like you know, the really homeboys, nice you know, you and shit, yeah, like, like, hey, how's it going, <laughs> man? you know, and I'm like, and we're getting him every time, you know, we're like, the price went up $5 a pill, and he's like, okay, great, here you go, thank you, you know, and uh, and he came up, and he would always call like a few days before, like, can you get me 30 or 40 of these or whatever for, you know, for the week, and he would, he would smoke them, you know, he'd like take the little thing off, and he'd smoke them driving back, and uh, you guys were hyped when he was coming up, oh, uh, yeah, oh, because we're always, because <laughs> we would get him good, you know, and he, and he would always buy in, in bulk, you know, and he would always like let us know ahead of time, and one time he came up, and something happened we couldn't get him you know and uh he was like oh what do you put, put you know and like he had kids and a wife and like a career you know and uh he's like what what am i gonna do and i was like i mean i got i know something you could do you oh, know and yeah. i was like i mean we got these like you know like this, this will do the same thing he goes no, no no i'll wait you know and i remember him like waiting outside until the morning like the sun came up and he had to be back you know and uh oh, and i was being like dude like the roxy man ain't coming you know and him being like Okay, okay. I'll just this once. I'll get the, you know, I'll get the. He he was like, I'll pay ten times more what I would pay for him, you know. And I was like, fuck, I know we should have been charging him more this whole time, you know. And yeah. uh, and he was, we were like, I was like, dude, I was like, I hate to see do you this to you, you know. And like, and I was like, we can get your Norcos and you can eat them. He goes, no, I need to smoke it, you know. And I was like, if you need to smoke it, there's only one other thing that's like a that's a sufficient substitute for what you've been doing, you know. <laughs> And I remember being like, you put your lab coat on, you're like, like, it's a sufficient substitute. And these are $60 a balloon, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's like a $10, you know? Damn. But this will, too, you know? But this will last you a lot more than a 30. That's a long way, though. Oh, yeah. And he was like, you know, and I remember like, that motherfucker, within like two months, you know, the fucking, the Miata's all, there's like, cigarette burns in the seats and he's dropped a bunch of weight oh, like, he's just like showing up wearing some sweats and a, like a dirty shirt with like yellow oh. like a wife beater with yellow stains oh, on it you man. know that poor guy yeah. that's what happens that's what happens. i had that same experience when when i cashed in all those years and it was on norcos and i was buying them from you just he was in the same boat I was in where you just have one guy that yeah. you go to and you're not trying to like spread your hustle. Oh. You're just like, that's my routine. I go mm-hmm. to this guy. He was right off the 22s. This Mexican dude, Andy, and I would go and it was five bucks a pill. And I was eating like 20, 25 of them a day, but I was making really good money and it keeps you energized. It keeps you able to keep going. Yeah, Norcos. Cause they, really? Because they, they, they they formulate them with like caffeine acetaminophen oh, i didn't know that there's like all this shit in there so it's like the perfect little anyway you get super addicted to them after a while and they just kind of keep you going but i mean i guess heroin does that too if you're really strung out you're not like you know you're just like going you know but uh i started copping from this guy in huntington beach and he was like a heroin addict and i hadn't been really in close proximity to like a full-blown heroin addict since like corona the early days and it was always like, oh yeah bro i got you and it was like some weird story and it was a weight and this and that and uh 
I think I started getting methadone pills from him. And then he was like, oh, I don't have any of that today or whatever, but, you know, I got something else. And I'm like, no, 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 man, I'm good, you know, because I had been on needle with meth and other shit before, and I wasn't trying to, like, go that route, you know. He's like, I'll just hit you right here in the muscle with a 30, just warm you right up, you know. And I'm like, dude, this close to, like, you know, but I waited it out. I mean, obviously, it ended up happening eventually. But, you know, put it on layaway. Yeah. <laughs> totally. But yeah, fuck, that's a really tough spot to be in. I remember that because there's nothing like that feeling of being addicted to opiates and mm-hmm. running out, especially when you got shit you got to hold together. Yeah, it's fucked up. Mm. Daniel, you get yeah. Daniel, you, you got guys. any? You got any other? Yeah. Any last words? Any um, bonus stories? Anything you want to tell us? Oh my god. Um, no, no, right, no. Cool. Well, hey. <laughs> Sorry to I put thought, you on the spot. I wanted to come up with something close. Yeah. Well, you're a shining beacon of recovery in thank AA you. and a light. We all dig you and think you're amazing. I know. I love all you guys. I'm glad. And you can find him at Astro Family Diner at yeah. 10 p.m. Yeah. on Monday. No, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not an app. You can find me at Bestia and downtown. <laughs> Bestia, yeah. Yeah. Bestia Burba, and Erwin. Or the Sunset yeah. Tower. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> I know. I'm more of a Fred's guy, though. I'm more of a Fred's guy. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, uh, do you have anything coming up? You said you're an actor. Do you have anything coming I have, up? There is the writer's strike. I'm trying to write a show, but mm. I don't have anything to promote right now. No. Well, if you want to write a show about junkies and tweakers, yeah. we're available. <laughs> we're here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, cool. Well, thank you so much for coming out. Thank you, man. Thank right you, guys. Man. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, and we're stoked to be back and look forward to bringing on some more guests soon. Thanks for yeah, listening. Yeah, man. We love you guys. Thank you. Later. Thanks.